Strangers creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome. To the B-Team Podcast, 31 Days of Horror, Day 23. Welcome, everybody. It is eight more days till Halloween. Happy Saturday. Uh, This means that we might or might not have a special treat for you later today. Uh, In any event, let us continue the countdown and tackle two 70s horror movies, starting with 1971... The Devil's Nightmare. Now, this is a movie that I had not seen uh, until we started making our favorite 100 horror movies. You know, I was doing my due diligence and lots of research, uh, following, like, directors, actors, actresses, and uh, lo and behold, not only did I find it, but it rocketed, not onto my list, into my top... 25. So it was, uh, it won me over big time. Uh, this one comes from a Belgium director named Jean Brisley. And, uh, this one stars a Italian favorite, Erica Blanc. She plays a succubus slash hostess. And we join seven tourists who are staying the night in a gothic castle, uh, because... Would you believe me if I told you this is the campy supernatural version of Seven I never knew that I needed? Um, seven tourists spend the night. Each one is a Mega Man robot master style personality quirk. Uh, for anyone who doesn't remember the original NES Mega Man, the eight robot masters, aka stage bosses, uh, were known throughout the first six, seven games just for being walking personality quirks to whatever their gimmick was. They all had, like, environmental gimmick and some personality quirk to go with it. Uh, And that's basically the cast of this movie. Uh, They cartoonishly embody the seven deadly sins. We have the miser. We have the smoking hot lesbian-slash-bisexual couple who embody lust. uh, And so on down the line. Gluttony, sloth... Envy, etc., etc., um, and then there is a stand-in for the devil, and I forgot to mention that in uh, Lisa and the Devil, uh, that was our first Telly Savalas movie where he plays the devil. So it's another uh, big-time character actor who shows up in these movies. Uh, but yeah, this one is just a lot of fun. There is some light gore, tons of nudity. The uh, women, of course, are absolutely stunning, and their, uh, extended sex scene goes on for quite a while, so don't watch this one with grandma, um, and then at the end, you get a really fun hook ending, where you get your reveal of, you know, the guy who quite obviously was the devil the entire time is, in fact, the devil, um, staying with the devil theme, our next movie, and I couldn't fit this in with either Antichristas or uh, the Daughters of the Devil. This one is 
1976 movie from Peter Sykes, To the Devil a Daughter. Uh, what is really famous, infamous about this one, this is known as the movie that killed Hammer. Um, to this day, I have no idea why. This is definitely late, late era Hammer. It's pretty much their last movie. Uh, this one starred a, even then, pretty aged Christopher Lee. Uh, he was playing the villain, so, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, and this one featured a fairly young Natasha Kinski, who would go on to star in the 1982-83 remake slash sequel of Cat People, uh, which I guess is what really put her on the map. Um, this is a bizarre slow burn. Hammer was trying to just keep pace with America. Um, you know, we're right after The Exorcist, so there was a glut of Exorcist-type spinoff or rip-off or, you know, we're going to try our own. Um, most of them are a flash in the pan, but this one, I feel, is just phenomenal. Um, the critics and the audiences did not agree, and I think it was just too out of the norm for Hammer for them, and uh, unfortunately, this was their last endeavor uh, until quite very recently someone bought the studio and has started releasing things under them again and the first thing we got was a movie in 2018 or 2019 called The Lodge uh, that one featuring Riley Kyo and uh, it was alright you know it, it's nothing special but uh, it definitely didn't feel like a Hammer movie but you know I guess uh, if they're back they're back we'll see what they can do I, for one, hope for a return to gothic castle atmosphere and lots and lots of uh, standout cleavage, but it's 2021, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, in any event, To the Devil, A Daughter uh, shows another cultist ring trying to basically seduce and rear the female Antichrist, um, and it's got a lot of, you know, satanic rituals, and a back and forth with an evil priest, and the girl's surrogate father, and, uh, it's, it's a fun little romp, don't believe the, uh, the people who hated it from 40 years ago, you know, a lot of, uh, really great horror movies, you know, most notably The Thing would come to mind when it came out, apparently everybody hated it now everybody absolutely loves it, it's usually number one or number two in pretty much everyone's favorite all-time list online, but, you know, I'm off the beaten path, um, this is one that, like, never gets talked about, but, of course, our good friends at Scream Factory, uh, did give it a release finally, and, um, I'm not ashamed to admit, because, quite frankly, there are some of these movies that have never seen a U.S. release outside of VHS, if even that, uh, so Papa Gotta Have His Movies, I have, over the years, found the number of what I would call reliable bootleggers, um, and I was able to get a fantastic copy from one of them, uh, it's a company that ships out of Israel, and they're called DVD Lady, one word, 
it will take about three to eight months to get an order, and that was pre-pandemic. God only knows now. Um, if you're in the market for those types of things and you don't want to show out the Blu-ray pricing, uh, can't find it on YouTube. Another one that I'll use is VHSPS.com. Uh, they started showing up to the local horror conventions we go to, Monster Mania, and they do some VHS case reproductions, and, you know, they're mostly VHS transfer quality, but again, a lot of this stuff you just can't get elsewhere, so we picked up a bunch of them over the years. Uh, there was another one called Sumo Gorilla, and then there's another one that their quality is so good uh, they did catch the attention of the wrong people and have been taken down a few times. And um, they have come back and actually sent out a basic secret fight club, you know, fetish party type uh, invitation plan. And we had to sign an NDA. So I can't disclose them, but if you're really interested, you can shoot me a message and uh, I, will, I will give you the details on them. Uh, you might know them as the company that the day that it aired, they had a Blu-ray with case quality Netflix copy of uh, Motley Crue's The Dirt, which of course is a movie I would have bought day one, and for whatever reason, Nikki Six said, we're never putting it out on DVD, and I said, well, fuck you, Nikki Six, I'm gonna get me a copy, and I did, and it's absolutely insane quality, it's basically like the screener they'll give out to people, so... Uh, I will vouch for that company. I have a couple other movies from them, and uh, they just announced some really cool stuff, but not so much a lot of 70s, so I'll, I'll go back to that um, maybe on another podcast. But as for these movies, um, Devil's Nightmare, pretty much a year or two after I found it, got a phenomenal Blu-ray re- release from uh, Mondo Macabre. I've mentioned them before. I believe they still have a sale going on right now. Um, and to the Devil a Daughter, our good friends at Scream Factory, which it is eight more days to Halloween, so their sale is live, uh, and it's going to run 11 full days. Um, their sale is absolutely incredible. If you've never seen it or taken advantage of it, they are 50% off all listed titles. Uh, and they don't have the full library up. It's mostly just the Scream Factory stuff, not the Shout Factory stuff. Um, but it's pretty much everything that they still have with Scream Factory. And then, you know, every year, every other year, they do start to lose the uh, licenses. So those things, they push them out just to sell them out. And uh, some of that stuff, you can get, you know, $30 movies that are now like 4 to $7 Blu-ray. So if you or feeling randy and you want to get into some of this stuff I've been talking about, or they have some more mainstream, a lot of 80s stuff, some 90s stuff, they've got Candyman, they've got a lot of Stephen King stuff, uh, Dead Zone, Silver Bullet, you know, The Howling, they, they seem to reprint that every year, um, feel free to, to jump in, the water is fine, um, back to some honorable mentions, because I've been laxing that, and I did mention Exorcist ripoff, so let's just get to it. Uh, you have the Black Exorcist, Abby. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have any black exploitation in my top 3162, so no, no Blackula, no Blackenstein. Uh, I do love these movies. If you like black exploitation movies, and these are not just you know 
parody as they might sound. Um, they're played for serious, and they're actually really good, especially Blackenstein. Check them out. Uh, you have Beyond the Door, the first one. It's got its moments. It got a insane three-disc collector's edition from Arrow. They'll randomly do those. Uh, I remember it came out, it was like 70 bucks, and I was like, oh, I'll wait on that, and now it's like 14 bucks, so I still haven't picked it up, but I might. Uh, it's, it's definitely available on things like YouTube. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, if you if you look up like Exorcist ripoff, there is a ton of stuff. Um, another near miss, um, you have Mary Mary, Bloody Mary, it's a Mexican vampire movie. Uh, somebody did finally release that. I don't remember who. I want to say Mondo, but I'm not sure. Um, there is a fuck ton of, of Jess Franco movies that didn't make it. Um, most famously would be probably She Killed in Ecstasy or Vampiros Lesbos. Um, now remember, with Jess Franco, sometimes a lot of these have a very, very loose story and some are just, you know, straight up porn, but they do have a story. Um, they're definitely worth it. A lot of the stuff that he does is, is just visually incredible. Man was like a combined director, cinematographer. Um, you have, uh, let's see. Oh, Let's Scare Jessica to Death didn't make it. Uh, I think that was like early 70s. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's a ton of other peripheral vampire stuff I didn't get to, I couldn't get to, but... Uh, you know, it's not a rank list, so there is still nine more days, eight more days, and uh, we will we will see what comes up next. Uh, but it is eight more days to Halloween, so like I said, maybe we'll we'll have something special for you a little bit later. Everybody, have a great weekend, and take advantage of those sales. Hey guys, just a quick update: um, the Scream Factory Shocktober sale is now live. It is definitely slim pickings compared to last year. There are still some great, great titles out. Um, definitely check out Road Games if you haven't previously. A lot of the Classic Hammer uh, have all been released on single disc. And they do still have a couple of their double packs. I mentioned this year the sale was late. Uh, usually it runs like 10 days to 2 weeks. This one is only a week. So it will be ending, I believe, midnight next Friday, the 29th. Uh, so get your orders in while you can. And I believe I had told you about the Kino Lorber sale. Uh, that one still has three or four days left on it. So check that one out as well. Um, Scream Factory used to do 50% off. Now they're doing 50% off on select titles. For the most part, it's 40% off. The Kino sale is all over the place, but a lot of things are $9.99 and lower. Especially DVD is like $7.99. So check those out. We're not affiliated with either one. I'm just promoting places you can get good horror movies.